tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Everybody, welcome back to Parenthood After Buzz TV After Show. We are here doing season six, episode five. We're almost halfway there. I am your host, Marissa Serafini. Tonight, I have another full panel with me. Ladies, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Kelly Knezovich. Hey guys, I'm Lexi Hamasfar. Hey, I'm April Wissenhant. And we're doing Scale of Affection is Fluid this episode. Sorry for all the listeners. We were having a problem with our broadcasting last week. Ebola erupted. Of course. <laughs> in this country. And that's a, that's a serious case. And our broadcasting was showing the Ebola public health announcement, which is very important. So, in fairness, we decided to push our after show. So, we're sorry that we're doing it late, but we're doing it now. Better late than never. All right. Very quick thoughts about this episode. A lot happened. <laughs> I mean, a lot happened. A April, lot, we'll start a lot, with you. A lot yeah. did happen. You know, my heart was broken as usual. Mm-hmm. My love, Joel, was, of course, heartbroken again by Mr. Jeffries and his incredible basketball skills. Um, <laughs> Victor saying, whenever he was talking to Joel and um, Sydney, whenever they were at pizza, mm-hmm. and he was talking about, he's like, Chris said I should do this, and he said I should do this, and you could just clearly see how Joel was so upset. And he's like, you know, uh, Chris said that basketball is the new America's new sport, oh. and of course, like Joel is going to be completely heartbroken over that. And I just I hate to see him hurt, and it was just a big like punch to the gut Joel episode this past week. It was. Yeah, I felt really bad for Joel. My heart broke when he like walked up to the fence and made contact with Julia. I was just like. You're an awful person. <laughs> but, um, Julia. you think Joel's an awful person? No, to Julia. Or, or to Julia. Yeah. So, um, I, I kept getting so mad. I was watching it and I was just like, I hate her. I hate her. Let's <laughs> want them back together. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. Kelly. But when he did walk up to the fence, I was really hoping that Julia wouldn't make eye contact with him just because I felt that that'd be so painful to witness. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And it was really hard to watch. It, it it yeah. was uncomfortable because we all were like, ooh, this is so horrible, so I awkward. Know. It was a hard scene to watch, but I think that was a very defining moment for Julia because it made her realize how much she wanted Chris Jeffries more than Joel at that moment. Oh, I, feel. I know. Because we also see them, they go on the quick date, and then they start hiding in the bushes because there's ladies from the school that will gossip about them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So she's not really, at this point in their relationship, she's not really proud of it, and she doesn't want to be out in the public with it. But having that defining moment with Joel... And now she wants to be out in public. I kind of feel like she was pushed into it, though. Like, she was forced because when Adam came out and was like, hey, man, come come grab a burger. Mm -hmm. You know, and she was like, oh, no, you know, he's just here to signing papers and it's not a big deal. I felt that she was forced to kind of have Chris join in the festivities and the family time. I don't really think she... By the bros. Yeah, I don't really think she 
wanted it or was expecting it to happen. Well, it's definitely plan- unplanned. Yeah, I don't think she wanted to introduce him to the family yeah, yet. Yeah, no. And, you know, I'm sure she had an idea that Joel was going to show up. And so that was, that was definitely something that was unplanned for her. Right. The thing that kills me, though, is she seems so into it. You know, once it was actually happening and she could see him interacting with her family and with her kids, she didn't, it didn't seem like she was thinking, oh, Joel, in the back of her mind. She was definitely thinking like, oh, this is something that I could imagine happening. Look at how he's, you know, meshing with my family. And, you know, ugh, I don't know. I can't even talk about that situation because it just makes me really sad. I know. And, but it's hard. I keep, I think I keep saying it every week. He hasn't given us a reason to not like him yet. And then seeing him go so well with her family, it's like, he is actually a good fit and he would be really good to her. Mm-hmm. And even at the end when he's like, you know, we can take it slow and we can go at whatever pace mm-hmm. you like, I was like, oh, what a man. And he <laughs> says he'll cook her dinner. French cuisine. I mean, yes. Tops. I'm sold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Any man who can cook. The reason I don't like him is because he's not Joel. That's the only oh, reason I agree. Yeah. yeah. I know. All I need, even though Chris Jeffries is very good looking, but Joel, <laughs> you're, you're my love forever. I mean, I think we all love Joel, but it's hard to really, I mean, I think at this point, I think whoever Julia picks, I wouldn't be upset with. I like, yeah. I, I do like Chris. I do like Mr. <laughs> Jeffries. Sorry. April's Sorry. like, April. no. Sorry. No. <laughs> Team Jolia. Oh, That's heck yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, another fun budding relationship, Max and Dylan. We, we also see at the beginning of the episode, Max is going through the trash, learning that Dylan likes to draw horses and realize that, hey, I have to have a common interest. I thought this was really sweet and how he's even reading books and getting mm-hmm. his parents involved. I was like, what was your relationship like when you started, you know, on a scale from one to five? That was great. Hence the titles. The scale of affection is fluid. <laughs> and they start at two, which is pretty fun. That's de- uh, decent. And then realize you have the potential to grow over time and you can get to five. I think that was encouraging for Max to yeah. hear. Very uplifting. I'm kind of on the fence, though, about... I, li- I really like Dylan, but I just feel like she's kind of has- having an ulterior motive. And that she wants to, like... The the family aspect is so important in this situation. Mm-hmm. And so I just would hate to see Max get hurt because, you know, she she's missing out on the family aspect and her personal home life. And so she sees that perfect family, kind of. Yeah. Definitely a good point, for sure. I just... I love that she said she loved Max at a two and a half I think is what she said and where um, Christina said she only loved Adam at a two at first yeah. because you know it gives Max a little hope it gives him a little you know gusto and how like maybe this is possible and I also just like you were saying he was looking you know through her notebooks in the trash I love that it's mm-hmm. so like uh, I'm trying to think of a politically correct way to put this like creeper-esque but it's so not because it's max because he's literally doing it in like a scientific this is what i should do to get to know a person way and it just on his side it's definitely 100 percent genuine i would hate to see him get hurt as well but i like the way that he and dylan are going so far i'm surprised that christina um is as okay as she is she's obviously not completely okay and adam's all for it because you know he wants his son to have someone in his life but i'm interested to see where they go for sure 
I think it's great how Adam and Christine are getting involved in this because the very they are the supportive parents who want their son to succeed in life and in relationships. And then having this first one is like, yes, you know, the, this is what you do. This is how you win a, a girl's affection. I mm-hmm. thought that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. But Christina is very cautious, though. Oh yeah. Oh as, yeah. I mean, as For she sure. should be, and I'm surprised that Adam's not as cautious as Christina. I feel like they both would be very hesitant and. Maybe not give Max um, some pointers right off the bat, but Adam seems pretty good with it. I think Adam might be seeing it as from the point of he can finally be a father to Max and give him advice mm-hmm. because they have a, a common bond and a connection on this. And so he can like reach out and be like, hey, this is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. started off as a two. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a five eventually. I yeah. thought, I thought it was a really very sweet story and I'm excited to see where this relationship goes. If yeah. they keep building it up because it seems like Dylan's in a lot more episodes. We know she's in the next one. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. But, um, very sweet and it's, I hope that Max has that normal relationship that any normal kid could have, Definitely. especially growing up. And in your first love, I'm not sure if they're at the love point yet, mm-hmm. but, you know, your first major crush, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's really sweet how they're touching upon that. Yeah. All right, moving over to Crosby. Crosby's having a very difficult episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we see, you know, Oliver Rome left, and he's not having the best time at work and he's really just he's on somewhat of an emotional downward spiral would Mm -hmm. you think that yeah Yeah. for sure Mm -hmm. i mean and then also but he did have some fun moments in this episode but Mm -hmm. i felt like he's really being forced to grow up because he wants to be on his motorcycle jasmine locked it up and put a boot on the motorcycle i'm not sure if you could do that but i guess you could (laughs) um and he he's just not happy right now and this is kind of scary it's it's hard for me to see Crosby that way because I'm used to seeing Crosby as you know the happy go lucky, not I do what I want guy because he definitely has like the family values and does what he needs to do for his family. But you know I'm kind of like Jasmine, give him a break a little bit with a motorcycle. I know like no one agrees with with me on that, but yeah, I, you know he has been <laughs> he has been slightly <laughs> reckless with his motorcycle. Yes, but I just feel like it's so him. But it's weird to see Crosby in an almost depressed-ish state? Yeah, I think that he got really upset and was really uncomfortable watching his dad at the physical therapy Mm -hmm. um, when his dad almost fell and, you know, he had to leave the room and I didn't like seeing that side of Crosby Mm. because you could tell that he was not happy. I mean, obviously, who would be happy seeing their father um, almost fall, but still, Mm -hmm. I just, I think he's growing up, like you said, and he's forced to, and he doesn't know how to deal with it because he's not usually the one to take care of anyone in the Braverman family, mm-hmm. besides his own family. Um, but, you know, he's going to have to start taking care of Zeke. Yeah, and I. what did you think of Zeke and Crosby's moment when they're day drinking at the bar, mm-hmm. but they get into really deep, serious story that went on in their, their past, and then Zeke was... They were telling about Bear... And you have to protect your family and scare the bear. And it was just pretty much just par- paralleling their real life, what's going on. It's like, you have to do what you can to protect your family. And it got really serious. I could only think one thing. Marissa is right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because it did seem like a definite, you know, let 
me have this moment with my son, this like epic moment before this thing could possibly happen. So, but I'm still like steering toward, it's almost too obvious, but you know, it, I was like, are they trying to make this Crosby's moment with Zeke before he dies? Which, but it felt like it, it did. It honestly did. But I also am like, when I think back on the relationship that Crosby and Zeke have had with one another, they have such a different relationship than he and almost any other child does. And they can relate on a lot of kind of like strange areas. So I'm like, would they do it this? Obviously, we're almost halfway into the season, but would they do that this soon? I don't know, but obviously I don't know the plans, but that's all I could think of. I'm like, Marissa's right. Well, oh my gosh. In fairness, there are a lot of family members of yeah. the Braverman Very clan, true. so they still need those episodes to have more moments with yes. other people. But I'm like watching this episode and watching the scene, I was like, oh my God, this is Crosby's moment with yeah. Zeke. Mm-hmm. And even Zeke saying, you have to enjoy it, enjoy life. I'm like, what's happening? What's <laughs> happening? Uh, Lexi, what did you think about it? Um, I, I agree with April. I think it was, um, kind of like Crosby's final, like, big emotional scene with him. But I also thought it was really sad to see Crosby just kind of, like, tank with mm-hmm. his drinking at the end and mm-hmm. have Jasmine, like, come pick them up. And he gets, you know, climbs into the back seat. So, but I, I thought it was definitely a very sweet scene between him and Zeke. Yeah. And. With Jasmine, I really like seeing that moment between Jasmine and Zeke because I don't really think they've ever really interacted, or at least we haven't seen it, or they haven't made a point to express that. And the fact that she says, you know, Zeke, I'm really worried about him, and he says, I am too. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really special, and I just wish that Crosby had maybe appreciated the time that he had with Zeke at the bar because obviously Zeke was taking in that moment and yeah. saying, okay, this is my last time. Or not last time, but this is one of my last big moments with Crosby, and Crosby's just drinking away, and like, yeah, there, yeah. He's not really, you know, taking it to heart as much as I wish he could have. No, but mm-hmm. there was a moment at the end of the scene where He's there's that long out. shot on Crosby really soaking up everything after he's saying, you gotta enjoy life, life goes by fast. Mm-hmm. I think he was taking it to heart. I think he was just probably not handling it in the most yeah. charming yeah. way. Oh, he was yeah. probably drunk at this point, but the, there was that quick moment where they were very serious and it's like they knew. But they also knew. at the same time, I think it, we need to point out that Zeke isn't taking his medicine. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. I was like that. missing out on that. So I feel like he maybe has kind of given up. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm not giving up. Like, so like, he knows. He kind of yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, you, had, you just had surgery. You know, you're, you know how your body's feeling. Yeah. How you're doing. Oh. Yep, yep. And one more fun story. We'll, we'll end it on a lighter note because we always have to with how deep the show goes into Amber. I mean, this gets a little serious too, but you know, crashing into, I forget his name, but I mean, it was so fast, but literally having a Notting Hill moment and (laughs) crashing in this guy's coffee and then very suave of him is like, hey, I should probably get your number. Sure. He starts up a tech startup company, but I mean, it seemed like he had potential for Amber. They go to the dog park. That's romantic. I love Mm -hmm. dogs. Mm -hmm. And they they really seem like they hit it off, but doesn't of course Amber's pregnant at this time and she's just questioning if this relationship would ever last Mm -hmm. once he knew that information. Did you initially think that they would be good if had the baggage still been there? I don't know if he's her type. 
I don't. No. I mean, he is the opposite of Ryan. Yeah, he is totally. polar opposite. But I just, I guess, I've never really seen that side of Amber. I've just kind of seen the oh, I'll take care of Ryan side instead of like I deserve better than him. And I think this guy, this whatever his name is, I forget his name. I completely forget yeah. his name. We'll I'm call sorry, him guys. Tech Guy. Tech Guy. Tech guy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, I just think that I don't know if they match well. Then again, we've only seen him for an episode, and yeah. I don't know if he'll be back. Um, but I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't think either. either. The way it ended, but yeah, yeah. Like, I I think Sans the pregnancy baggage. I think they kind of would have been cute together, and I mm-hmm. think it would have been a refreshing thing for Amber. But with, you know, with the pregnancy there, bye, yeah. Tekka. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I think. Um, I, feel, I kind of feel like Amber doesn't necessarily have a type. When I look back at who she's dated, I feel like there's there's semi a common thread, but she also she dates out of the box, which I appreciate. But um, I, I liked their little moments together, but you know it was doomed from the start. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked the potential of having an actual really good, strong very head on his shoulders kind of guy in mm-hmm. Amber's life because that's what she needs. She needs yeah. a very stable man. and But unfortunately, you know, they go on a date and then they kind of, they, they do start making out. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, it was good that Amber came out straight like, I am pregnant. I have baggage. How do you, you know, are you okay with this? And he was kind of uh, honest. He wasn't you can tell. I'll call you. That's the kiss of death. Right. Yeah. yeah. That really is. <laughs> Let's be like, friends. You don't have my number. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Let's be friends. He said every terrible closing line But ever props to Amber just... for actually talking about it and communicating yeah. right out yeah. the gate. Instead yeah. of waiting five more dates to bring up, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. He flees. But I did love the moment when when they first meet. They're both dressed in plaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that intentional? But uh, maybe just to show that they could be matches. Maybe. They could be. But does it look like that relationship is in the cars for no. Amber? Mm-mm. But that it was another good defining moment because she has a nice sweet moment with Drew giving away her stuff that she used to do in her young adult <laughs> life but like literally getting rid of those things in her past shows that she's growing up and she has mm-hmm. to move on Yeah, and I think that was probably the only having bringing this guy in and having that realization with her character makes her grow, growing up in her storyline yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. being pregnant so I think that was the only good reason not that, that I didn't like it, it was yeah. Yeah. character growth so overall, really good show. And it moved uh, characters forward. I know this was a really short show, but we're going to have another fun show immediately after yes. this. Yes. But in the meantime, thank you everyone for downloading and rating us on iTunes and YouTube. You guys are amazing. And where can everyone follow you? Y'all can follow me on Twitter at April Wissenhant and Instagram as well. You can find me on all social media at Lexi Hamasfar. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Knez. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at AfterBuzz on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun places at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back here shortly for the episode six. Stay tuned. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 